रिकॉर्डिंग हो रहा है फ्रोजन आई कॉन्ट डू एनीथिंग इट्स फ्रोजन कंप्यूटीएमपी फाइल दैट विल स्टोर बट लाइक कंप्यूटर इज फ्रोजन कंट्रोल एंड डिलीट आई मीन हाय थैंक यू फॉर कॉलिंग डेल कंप्यूटर्स हेलो डेल क्रिस इज अ बॉय व्हाई क्रिस द थ्री फिंगर्स सल्यूट Welcome to the 45th episode of the Biker Radio broadcast, India's exclusive broadcast on motorcycling stories, featuring heroic riders, legendary mechanics, and iconic brands, narrated by members of the community, one legend at a time. Excuse the bad throat. I'm Shandy, and I'm Sunny. Now imagine doing 16,000 odd kilometers in the Himalayas across three countries in four months. That's exactly what our next guest has set out to do on the roof of the world Himalayan Odyssey, riding the new Dominar. He's a traveler, a nomad, an outdoorsman, an entrepreneur, a burn the itinerary ride leader, an influencer, a friend. a troubleshooter and an off-roader who joins us on the long way home please welcome the chieftain of broke traveler escapades sharad shanoy yes sir welcome to the biker radio broadcast and welcome to the long way home thanks a lot it's 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 very uh, you know uh, i think i'm sh- sh- sharing this uh, it's not a stage but a you know, chair with a lot of people who have been here who have been really uh, uh, lining us up to kind of dreams that we always looked up to people like veer and harsh and varad and stuff like that right people whom whom we always looked up to you know mm. and uh, we didn't want to be them but then they were always our pilot the pilot yeah the lead <laughs> i didn't expect this to happen i was supposed really? to meet you guys for a chai yeah and i have been always on the other side of the radio and yeah. to be able to hear and be sitting sitting here we got a lot of experiences thank you we have been um, hacking away <laughs> yeah for some time now Yeah, and you like to fly under the radar, which is even better. <laughs> yeah, I I do not have a plan in place ever. Yeah, whatever comes through, if I like it, I go with it. And yeah. what my the internet doesn't work on your phone, so <laughs> you don't like the social media. No, I do definitely. I mean, I need to love the social media so that they love me back. The numbers do matter, <laughs> but then you know, uh, I figured I I'm doing whatever I'm doing right now because I had a passion towards it and. Yeah. So when is it starting? I mean, I'm from Cochin, born and brought up there. Konkani, born and brought up in Cochin. Ah, so so so. There you go. Shanoi is there. Uh, yeah, was the Kokum. <laughs> Where's the family coming from? So um, I mean, we've been there for like 
you know many decades within matter so kunkan is are actually from goa our you know family temples and all are there in uh, ponda and that area oh really yeah, so okay. once in a while we visit there okay. and uh, but yeah we shifted like i think my forefathers great great grandfather so would have visited who's a cool guru aye yo karte ani baneshwari so i i named my motorcycle that also one of it so i keep naming my motorcycle depending on you know karte aye so yes. uh, so i was working with mahesh brother pretty much yeah absolutely yeah so it's so it's so happened that i started riding with mahindra i was working with them and then every ride had to happen through goa and mm. in my lifetime i have gone to the temple about five times but then four times was on the motorcycle when the motorcycle happened before that i could never do it and i thought maybe there is a calling there and i named it and things went all went did almost about a lakh kilometer on the motorcycle in two years that's amazing motorcycle like oh yeah, yeah. what's so, the motorcycle like it's a 300 cc 27 bhp motorcycle does a great job it's a, a mix of tourer come uh, you know street rider street mm-hmm. rides but then uh, people couldn't really understand it uh, i think what is that i mean uh, i thought it was there are too many bikes available there at is this particular price thing yeah yeah so most of the people they don't uh, look for a long time runner right they like if i'm paying 2.4 lakhs what is the maximum technical spec that i can get for and you had a ktm 390 right there you know street mean machine and people are like i want that that went faster quicker you know did all that much quicker than uh, a mojo and people went on with that and what can the mojo do a lakh kilometer in over 2 years across the country without having any breakdowns yeah yeah what is your yeah so and you've done a lot of off road yeah i have so i, I took part in raid the himalaya twice on that uh, with wow. very minor modification i don't have any rally experience i just want to take part in it took the motorcycle and then it performed i mean i could complete you know and that itself was a brilliant thing but on the same motorcycle i rode back home from uh, raid so Yeah, so people didn't understand the motorcycle. A lot of people are slowly understanding it right now. They are trying mm. to pick up motorcycles, but then. Yeah. You're listening to the Michael Radio Podcast. Listen, connect, ride on. Hello, welcome back. I'm Shandy, and I'm Sunny, and you're on the 45th edition of the Biker Radio Podcast, India's exclusive podcast on motorcycling. and we're mojo rising with prolific rider sharat chenoy and he's telling us about how he gets his motorcycling passion from his dad and his motor mechanic colleague from their days at the cochin shipyard hi this is sharat and this is a long way home he's owned a lot of motorcycles uh, not like fancy ones but then the classics the javas and whatever when java and sd were being sold for about 10k 12k good running conditions now it's about a lakh and a half to one yeah, like i figured i want to travel and that's the time when uh, dad retired he took a voluntary retirement and we shifted to bangalore started working and uh, i was riding a hero book then hero book turbo sport yeah that's my uncle's bike i sold it picked up a pulsar bajaj pulsar first loan ever in my life <laughs> <laughs> and then from from there in the last uh, uh, 19 years uh, i have owned about 17 or 18 different motorcycles starting from pulsar charisma esd shogun and different motorcycles yeah. whenever it became a problem where i will have to spend a lot of money to fix it i would sell it and pick up another motorcycle that would keep running okay. because i figured i didn't want to spend a lot of time on the in sitting in the workshop rather than you know riding are you going like run i do but then not sitting in the workshop all the time right? i could sit somewhere else in a nice place and trick right out somewhere you know? 
So uh, initial days of writing was usually uh, Nandi Hills and back and stuff like that. Right. I didn't know beyond. I didn't have any connects that said there are multiple places that you would explore. Right. And uh, but then sat down with a friend and uh, the first ever ride that I planned was I am but ride and stuff like that. Right. Like I'm like I wanted to be cool in my friends list and stuff. Spoke to a friend of mine. He said, "Dude, that's not for you. If you want to do it, go ride explore." So uh, we did a 16-day ride covering almost about 5,000 kilometers from Bangalore to Rishikesh, Rajasthan, and all the sections and back. Mm-hmm. About 6,000 kilometers, I guess. Uh, that kind of opened my mind up and said there is much more to explore than just riding for distances or kilometers and the numbers to matter. And uh, I was connected with a friend of mine, Jobin George. Mm. Uh, he used to work with Infosys and stuff like that. He quit and he's settled in Manali now. Mm-hmm. And he kept on talking about Northeast. He's like, uh, ride to Arunachal, that's a beautiful place. I'm like. Should I go to Leh because people are telling Leh, like, no, try doing Arunachal. Mm. And I rode, rode down from Bangalore and on day two, I think, Vijayawada, I had an engine seizure. The engine seized on a motorcycle and whatever money I had planned for the whole trip was spent on that particular day. Wow. <laughs> and I had to call my sister and say, you know what, send me some money I need to do my trip. And uh, the next 12, 13 days of the ride was amazing. The kind of learnings that I got from that was beautiful because... To get the bike fixed, I had to stay for four days and I had to be on a budget to get it all running. I managed to finish our Arunachal trip and came back about 14 days or 15 days. That kind of really opened up my mind and said there's much more beautiful places to explore rather than just riding up there, spend more time and you know see it more rather than spending it on the highway. And I tried to figure out where I could courier the bike out, ride down there more and you know come back. And in the last eight years, I think Arunachal have visited about five, six times. They mm. uh, lay much more than that, and uh, you know other sections of it, part of it. So uh, this was all when I was working with the corporate companies. I was working with Dell, Tesco, IBM, and stuff. On the forty-fifth episode of the Biker Radio broadcast, on the long way home, it's Sharad Chenoy of Broke Traveler Escapades, and this is the Biker Radio broadcast. Listen, connect, ride on. Hi, this is Sharad, and this is a long way home. So, schooling everything in in Cochin. In Cochin. Yeah. So, I did my diploma in automobile engineering in Cochin. Really? Then, yeah, shifted to Bangalore. Okay. Figured out uh, I could work. But how did you get there? I mean, so you you thought in school you knew you were going to be motor. Uh, Huh? So motorcycle was always there. Uh, that was dad bringing. Correct. Guys. So yeah. So it, I was always there, part of it, because for him to be able to go sit and work with the motorcycle, I had to be. You know, I, I was always with him. So why automobile I don't know. So I was not, I think, really great at studying and stuff okay. like that. So science was way out of my league. Mm-hmm. So did my commerce, and then uh, right after I had to figure out what to go for, and I said automobile engineering would be a good choice. Okay. Mm-hmm. So dad was taking what a kind of Kuch bhi, okay. I, mean, I, I, I was gone. Uh, yeah, so okay. I think uh, after twelfth uh, I asked I asked for pocket money and dad said, Make it yourself, you know. Go work. I'm like, okay. And the first thing was like I wanted to be done with my studies as soon as possible so that I could start making my own money and do whatever I want to. So did a diploma in automobile engineering, shifted to Bangalore and my first job was I was working at a counter sales uh, in one of the shops in Urvashi Theatre. Okay. So I actually what wanted to do spare parts. Achha, uh, car ka spare parts. Car spare parts. Yeah. So anything. So there was a shop called General Auto Spares. So they had okay. uh, Tata and imported vehicles and stuff like that. Achha. And because I could speak a bit of English, he said uh, stick with the imported uh, vehicle ka parts because as I mean they come you can talk and figure out. So worked there for about a year and a half and then figured out 
I want to move up. Uh, I did a course with uh, Jacking, the computer course then. While working there, I and mean, while studying, I uh, worked with AstraZeneca, that is a pharmaceutical company. That's right. I worked with them as a contract for about six months. So the morning I used to have the course, and night I used to go for the uh, the work. Okay. Finished it. While at that, I got a you know interviews with Dell. Mm. So Dell was hiring people. It was in 2003, mm. and got through as a tech agent. Okay. Worked with them for about six, five and a half years. Okay. From uh, a tech agent to a trainer to a senior trainer, and then I quit. Okay. So what kind of work were you? Initially, we were taking calls for all the tech support, the computers and anything that Dell sold, anything yeah. laptops and desktops okay. and stuff. That okay. we used to support that. Okay. And then moved on to wireless, and then I trained people who join the company. Okay. So the uh, the freshers or people from different companies who join, we used to train them. Okay. So so, so supported them for about three years, and the training happened. Then quit. I'm like, <laughs> I want to travel now. I want to do some rides and stuff like that. So you were you were riding a motorcycle? Yes. So I was riding a Pulsar then, Bajaj Pulsar, and then I rode a Karisma for a while. Bangalore road. Bangalore road. Yeah. What did you buy that with? So I was riding the Hero Pocket stuff like that, and I had a SD, uh, the Road King. Okay. I got it for about eleven thousand bucks. Okay. Ninety-five model, the last version, and I rode it for some time. I wanted to repaint it and stuff like that. Mm. Went to the workshop and I asked him, he said it's going to cost you about fifteen or eighteen thousand rupees. I'm like, if I put some more, I can have a new motorcycle. Why am I going to spend on this? Mm. I sold it and went on to buy a Pulsar mm. with a loan or whatever. I'm like, now that I think about it, I have had a Road King that was a ninety-five. I had a Java that was a sixty-nine, and then another Java that was sixty-three. If I had those bikes, I'd have been sitting with laxing. I'm like, I know. tons of money. A friend of mine, Roshan Kamath, who is one of those collectors, not collector, he rides motorcycles. He's got all these bikes. Okay. Yeah, he's got the Java. He's got the Bobby. He's got the any. Java bike that's ever come to India, he's got it. Okay. Yeah, similar guy in uh, Pune, guy called uh, KT Kaushik Tengodkar. Okay. Okay. And these are the guys who have the kind of bikes that Java has ever, Java or ESD has ever, you know, brought into country as such. And they are all running. You look at them, you can kickstart the bike runs too. Hmm. And these are the guys who kept the bikes inside their house. You walk into their house, like you know, you have separators for the rooms, right? So it's like bikes. Still married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But the important other point was they're all kickstart. Yeah. That's a tough thing too. So recently I was trying to get onto a bike. I said, "Hey, he's got kick. He's done. You guys don't have the kick." Ah, so while working with IBM, we got a call from a friend called Abhijit Rao. He's a sound engineer. Okay. So he's like, "Macha, uh, uh, there is a ride to be done. Forty-five days, all expense paid trip. Mm. Do you want to ride?" I said, "Why not?" I didn't even ask him what motorcycle. I was like, you know, ready to ride. He said, "Do you want to know which motorcycle?" I said, "Ah, okay, which one? Mahindra Mojo." I'm like, I'm not heard about it. Right. He's like, I'm sure you would have seen the picture. It's, it was supposed to be launched long back, and it's coming out now. I said, "Oh, brilliant!" This is yeah. exactly why they want you to ride it yeah. so that people can see. <laughs> so, so that is the testing phase. Achha. Final testing phase. So uh, I got connected to the Mahindra marketing guys. They said, "Fly down to Pune." We met them and saw the bikes, lovely motorcycle. And that was the time when I had picked up a used Charisma. and i was looking for an impulse so that i could put the bike together and have a you know ah, okay uh, all that stuff yeah all that stuff and i half it was sold the motorcycle and then the mojo scene happened so they said this is the motorcycle you are be riding it for about uh, from pune to kanyakumari to kolkata to delhi and back mm. it's almost about uh, 18 19000 kilometers and give us a feedback on how the motorcycle is and stuff So how did it perform as opposed to the charisma much better much better yeah huh? so a lot of people who have been owning a charisma Uh, stuck to it because of the engine's performance. So it was a. It was so what was it? You were looking for low end torque. You were looking for. I was looking for low end torque, okay. and also something that would uh, you know run without any failures or breakdowns. Hi, this is me, Veer. Veer. 
ऑन द बाइकर रेडियो ब्रॉडकास्ट Bringing to you a travel log on motorcycling, we have news for you now. Jack Kanayan rode his Suzuki DR650 from Chicago to India over three years, and he started in 2010. And he's finally put together his experience in a travel log called "Riding Towards Me," where he recollects his epic journey and an unassuming chicken curry that stood him in great stead. Now Jay who currently lives in Austin, Texas will be traveling to India in November or in December, but I spoke to him earlier during the release of his book. So let me see if I got this right. Somewhere in March 2010 you ride out across 817 days, 33 countries, a lakh and 3200 kilometers, 48 passport pages. 17 oil changes and six flat tires <laughs> that's quite something huh <laughs> i say this like random thing like riding all across africa right all across all yeah. these crazy kind of roads no puncture yeah. all across india no puncture you know that's right. kind of like you can be riding around home and you get so many punctures or you can ride across right. continents and have no flat so it's uh, that was interesting to note so tell us about riding towards me yeah so um This is a book that uh, you know is basically a travel log, recanting some of the best experiences from this three-year journey across right. you know five continents, thirty-three countries, and from the point of view of you know an Indian coming back to India, not really sure that I identify as an Indian. Uh, oh, that's interesting. Because you know I grew up in Africa, grew up in Zambia, went to a boarding school right. in the south. left india right. at 18 to go to college in the us so yes. you know for me india was this place where my parents live and i had a passport right. but never really worked there lived there or that association so right. and i kind of felt you know in my 20s hey it's probably time to discover a little bit what it means to be an indian in the 21st century Did you perfect the chicken curry on the way or was that something you yes. grew up with? So I was making this curry not really carrying anything besides you know my knife. You can find curry powder as a thing in grocery stores yeah. across the world. Even in Bolivia which I find like to be the most far removed from India. There was curry powder <laughs> made in Bolivia, you know. in the grocery store and I'm like I can make a curry you know with this so but it also became a very simple thing you know uh, yeah, just a lot yeah. of onions a lot of garlic ginger right. some chilies and then I yeah. found like if you wait long enough if you wait 15 minutes you know roasting the onions and yeah. garlic in the oil then whatever you yeah. add in there is going to come out fantastic right <laughs> so and what was interesting was I felt this curry was almost like a tool to sort of yeah. build a deep relationship with somebody i just met you know i friend. don't know why they said music is a universal language it's food it's food. which is the universal language through the stomach <laughs> right you can build a great yeah. relationship with anybody any culture to anybody food, yeah you know and uh, it's really powerful i think so <laughs> there's something to it i mean we're looking forward to it right? we're definitely going to make you yeah. cook that chicken curry <laughs> once you get it <laughs> all right all right yeah see you in awesome. november yes i'll be happy to see you guys in person That'll be fun. So here on the Biker Radio soundboard, here's a shout out to Jay Kanyan for the release of his travelogue Riding Towards Me, a book on the topic of identity, something we here at Biker Radio Broadcast have been keenly exploring. 
Right, it's available on Amazon for about 370 bucks, 50 bucks cheaper for the Kindle version. That's a wrap on the Biker Radio Soundboard, a public platform for promotions and expert opinions. You can feature on it as well. Time right now to get back on the long way home with the broke traveler Sharad Chanoy on the 45th episode of the Biker Radio Broadcast. Hi, this is Sharad, and this is the long way home. So, so when you when you got onto the mojo yeah. and you did that bit, yeah. uh, what happened? So um, I realized there are motorcycles that can do much better without any trouble, mm-hmm. and uh, you don't have to follow a cult to be part of any motorcycling whatever whatever. Right. If you want to go see a place, you are putting your own money as well. Choose a motorcycle that you are comfortable with and go. Right. And mojo was one such motorcycle because. Uh, being frank, the kind of trips that I have done, I had so much time on the saddle uh, than spending time in the workshop. Uh-huh. I have left for Bhutan with just a saddle bag or a duffel bag. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just a duffel bag, nothing to carry. And uh-huh. The new motorcycles, actually you can't do anything, being uh-huh. frank. Uh-huh. Apart from changing the clutch cable, brake cable or whatever damage uh-huh. of the brake pad, nothing you can do. Uh-huh. And I had a set of Allen key set that too. I have, most of the time I bought it on the move. I'm like, oh fuck, I forgot the uh-huh. Allen key set, let me buy that, you know, Tapari, I guess it, 150 rupees, one set in the bag. Clutch cable, accelerator cable on the move. And I have had two breakdowns all across. One was because of bad fuel, another was because of an accident. Okay. And I realized so, you get to so travel why, more. Why do you think the mojo didn't pick up? I think the design of the motorcycle people didn't really understand. People are like, it doesn't really look cool, you know. And it doesn't really do uh, it look quick. very nice. I love the motorcycle. I modified it a bit more better to make it, you know, suit okay. my needs. And I still have the motorcycle. It had this gurgle also, you know, the sound is like. Yeah. The suspension is brilliant. Really? Yeah. So, the build quality of the motorcycle is very nice. Uh, the suspension travel is amazing. And I have, I, I have, I keep jumping around on the motorcycle and I have bottomed it only twice. So, that suspension travel was brilliant. It came really handy for me on raid when I had no understanding you of how speedy was. Yeah. My first attempt oh, to raid uh, three years back. So, last year I took the Domina. Two years before, well, the last two before that, uh, I took the Mojo. 15. Yeah, 15, 16, no. 16, 17, 18 or 17, 18, 19, 19. This year also I took a, no, not this year. Today's nine. This year's 19, right? Okay, I'm mm-hmm. 18, 17, yeah, 16, 17, So 16 and 17, I took the Mojo and uh, then I took the Domina. So I went on to finish third in my category. I was in the extreme and raid is a different uh, thing altogether. How much you prepared? You, you can't be prepared for it. You know, it's like, <laughs> And how much ever you go prepared, there is something that you are missing in the last minute where... Yeah. So first time at the raid, uh, you went on the mojo? On the mojo. And uh, how did you perform? So I was... Uh, I did well, I went, and, uh, went on Alpine. That Alpine is for the, right. the new guys. So right. I finished, uh, I think, fifth. I was running mm-hmm. second. Okay. But uh, towards closure, towards uh, Gramfu, there was two guys coming from the wrong side. I was trying to avoid. I mean, they were not supposed to be coming, but they had camped somewhere. They managed to come onto the route. I tried avoiding them, skid fell, and the bike fell on my uh, thighs. And luckily the riding boot ensured my thighs didn't burn, the pants burnt a bit. But uh, by the time I could get up, take the bike and move, the guys behind had already overtaken me and gone. And I had only four kilometers to catch them, but I couldn't. The exhaust had broken and stuff like that. The pipe broke and got stuck in between the gear pedal and foot peg. So I couldn't even slam the brake. 
so that was a scary scene so i said i'm going to just finish the entire last like four kilometers yeah. uh, without so you don't know is the moment you fall you just want to pick up the motorcycle and ride and as i'm riding is when i figure out i'm not able to jam the brake and yeah. throttle khul jam ho gaya tha kyun girne ke baad se khula tha jam and was open yeah. and uh, i think i panicked and i hit somewhere the front wheel hit somewhere really hard and because of that all the you know death grip that you have on the handlebar it loosened out but uh, brakes didn't work i couldn't use the brake but last 4 kilometers i managed to finish the same year that uh, shubham uh, guy had expired right so the ride was called off from garamfu uh, yeah. okay. so finished it went back home and second day went with a lot of preparations but then thankfully the good mechanic who worked on the motorcycle very lousy way he overtightened the handlebar bolts so the first fall that i had the threads on it came off the handlebar was just moving front and back and oh. i had nothing to do uh, i finished that garamfu kaza section it took me about 6 7 hours after about 15 or 20 falls because every time there is a bad section where you suppose sat on the foot pack the handlebar just goes down oh, so you fall and the support guy who was supposed to help us with the fuel he backed out the last minute and mojo's tank is a 20 liter tank so we filled it up we don't know if fuel is going to be available in kaza so oh. we filled up and every time the bike fell or tipped i had to drop it remove the helmet pani peo uske baad gaadi uthao pani peo sit on the bike and then ride again 100 meters you fall you lift oh. that was a bad experience altogether so this year the last year i went really for bad the bike performed very well mm. i would have done a bit more better but then uh, what bike were you on this on the domna okay yeah so we did uh, very minor modifications went on to finish third in my category so this year i really wanted to go i was like prepared and i had figured out what needs to be done i had already left half my things in lay so that i don't have to struggle carrying it and all that mm. but then figured it's not happening this year oh, yeah. so the rumor is it's going to happen in arunachal next year rumor has it it's going to happen arunachal in arunachal next year yeah wow that's great that'll be brilliant because most of the roads in lay is already you know lay black top yeah lay so <laughs> there's no fun in lay as i mean we did this this the like ride that we are on right now we did uh, you know jispa and le mm. and after doing doing all sanskar and all the section we are coming back wang looks totally different you could really hold on to 130 140 and keep running it so you had yeah. those dips and all right yeah, yeah. that's all flattened out oh that's there is only two dips now there are at least about 15 20 that you wouldn't see you do good speed and then suddenly you see the dips and like mm. now there's only two of it Otherwise, you're just gunning it 130, 140 till the road gets really? over. Yeah, there's no fun anymore. Hi, this is Harshman Rai, and you're listening to the Bike Your Radio broadcast. So there's lots of rides happening. Yep. Both around the city as well as up in the mountains. Yeah, just some time back we had Java who finished the ride in the Ladakh region, followed by Dukati. Uh, I believe the Triumph guys are planning to ride up to the Sach Pass. Yes, yes, yes. And it's the adventure trail to Zanskar via the old Salt and Sapphire route. How yeah, exotic. and Can as ride. the keeper of the keys to the salt mines, Mr. Vijay Parmar says, and we won't change this. The route is Darcha Shingola, not Shinkula, as written on the signboard by an illiterate hand. On to Kurjiak, Purne. and finally to padung the return is back to kilong and down the pangi valley yeah. over the sach pass to dalhousie and it's starting just tomorrow 13th to the 19th of october 2019 and of course we have the royal enfield guys who just kicked off their royal enfield himalayan adventure to rongbok to the base camp of 38000 meter peaks 
माउंट एवरेस्ट शीशा पांगमा एंड चोयू एंड देर राइडिंग हिमालयस सो हियर्स रोहित अशोक ए के ए द टोल फ्री ट्रेवलर एंड लाइटनिंग अस इवन मोर ऑन दाल भात पावर इन नेपाल बिफोर क्रॉसिंग ओवर टू टिबेट वी विश दम ऑल ग्रेट एडवेंचर्स एंड अ सेफ एंड इवेंटफुल राइड माय वे हाय दिस इज रोहित टोल फ्री ट्रैवलर एंड दिस इज माय वे I am back in Nepal much sooner than I'd ever expected. I'm here for the Royal Enfield Himalayan Adventure 2019 to Rongbuk. I think we're a group of 11. We started from Kathmandu earlier this morning. We're in Nepal for one more day and then we cross the border. The idea of this ride is that we're going to three base camps. The Everest base camp, the Chouyu base camp and the Shishapangma base camp. It's quite an ambitious ride to say the least. Uh we're going to be hitting some insanely high altitudes probably experiencing some terribly cold weather none of us really know exactly what lies in store but uh it's going to be interesting and exciting for sure we're all on himalayans stock bikes i mean these bikes are built to be used in places like this so there isn't much to be done in terms of uh adding stuff or changing stuff the idea is really to just use the bikes as they are and do something cool with them so today was a short ride We've ridden to a town called Trishuli which is about 70 kilometers from Kathmandu but in typical Nepal style the ride was exciting and it took its own sweet time but uh, tomorrow we begin the process to exit the Nepal border and I think day after we do the entry on the other side so the distances aren't large for the first few days because there's a lot of procedural stuff to be done but thereafter the real exciting stuff begins we say that we ride to the mountain so often and we go to places and we see the snow capped peaks the himalayas and the distance and i guess we're always trying to get closer to those peaks and uh, just the idea of what we're trying to do on this ride and i have a feeling we're going to get closer to some of the most uh, iconic himalayan mountains than uh, most motorcyclists would have in the past so in that sense just the idea behind this ride and what we're trying to achieve that is the hero of this entire thing so the dal bhat power 24 hour line is actually really famous here in nepal you in fact get t-shirts with that line on them i haven't heard the no toilet no shower bit but i hope <laughs> that we won't be in that situation once you're in the mountains high altitude in fact it's too cold to shower so let's see how that goes as of now we've just started the ride so we've done only about 70 kilometers getting across the border is a bit of a process so we need to do it over two two and a half days we're actually not going to uh, muktinath and apamustang we're crossing the border further northeast at a different border crossing so it should be interesting i think a lot of new experiences on this journey this is rohit toll free traveler on the biker radio broadcast and this is my way my way On the 45th episode of the Biker Radio broadcast on the long way home it's Sharad Chenoy of Broke Traveler Escapades and this is the Biker Radio broadcast listen connect right on if you want us to feature you on my way get on your road trip and we'll take care of the rest Get your ride out there, share it with the world, and come be a living part of Indian motorcycling history. Chat us up at mail at bikerradiorodcast dot com 
or text us saying my way on 89202-76675. Keep it alive. And it's back on the long way home with Sharad Chanoy and he's talking about his Monday morning blues. Hi, this is Sharad and this is the long way home. So what made you quit? ஒரு <laughs> Uh, a lot of people started yeah. uh, you know they like sharad don't do this on a monday morning and stuff like that and acha ha they like don't do ha please don't do it they like sharad you are burning and you heading to work and stuff like that <laughs> my ex girlfriend also had a piece of saying that sharad you should understand that you know you getting money from a corporate because of all of this you will someday come to corporate don't do this to me and shit like that because you know all the stress used to come but so then, your monday morning is basically yeah but now i have not done it for a few days got stuck but i was i will I'll, I'll do it soon and uh, but what what's what i've seen is a lot of people have pinned me over time and said sharat uh, this always ran in our mind mm-hmm. and uh, we took it seriously uh, and we do rides now so on saturdays and sundays so it's not like everybody could do for go for a longer distance rides so now they do a saturday or a sunday ride or a, you know take a leave on friday or a monday and then do a four days ride and come back so what i really meant was corporate has to be there to pay you your salary to take mm-hmm. care of your mm-hmm. mice but then you don't have to let go your uh, hobbies or passion right because when i worked in dell for about 5 years and then tesco for 6 years i realized uh, whatever i liked was just getting killed because work and the extra money that i used to get from work i am ready to spend more time there have been days where i have spent about 16 17 18 hours in the office because extra hours paying paying me more money i'm like why not i'm not anyway going to do anything and make the money go meet friends over the weekend and spend money on alcohol or you know whatever the fancies of life was Mm-hmm. so it let me not do it so a lot of people took it seriously and they ping me back saying that i did a ride i you know took my wife out on the weekend i we went on a motorcycle and achha. finding time there are people who started sketching you are the guru so acha lagta hai na like influencer influencer yeah influencer so i call it i am influenza you know because it's become a virus now a bit so So everybody is trying to promote something that they themselves don't believe in which I remember the last time we got in touch try to mm. get hold of you you said I am now going to take up a job yeah oh yeah, yeah. I remember, <laughs> I remember. I remember. Yeah. oh yes so what happened where so, were you um so this was just after raid every person whom i met everyone wanted that uh, level of attention when they spoke to you for them you are like a hero for them right so i still don't believe i have done a lot of crazy stuff i'm just doing whatever i like but for them they're like sharad has done like some so many times they have are not sure he's really living on a motorcycle so brilliant that's my dream too and when they speak to you they're like they need that attention and over a period of time i, I couldn't give that attention anymore because every time i do that i'm burning myself out and i'm not able to think what or i want to i'm really getting exhausted and i stopped meeting people also acha yeah so because meeting meant speaking about the same thing and i am repeating the same thing like about 5 10 15 times people uh, say that i did i went to patna this year <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so i did go there what bada was burning me out then i called up my friend my ex boss who in ibm and said you know what i'm looking for a job do you want to hire me he's like where are you right now i said i'm in bangalore he's like yeah so he was setting up a new team okay. so my last role was incident management and i was going to talking on the phone and i had a technical uh, you know 
understanding to figure out where the issues were to help you fix the stuff and over a period of time i want you to lead the team but i said annually i'm going to take four leaves 10 days ka each i need to do my rallies i'm going to do my trips and stuff for that so okay done so join them on the fourth or fifth day i realized i don't fit in there so i called up i said mukund is like day <laughs> He is in four days, man. I said, "Okay, okay, we'll talk later. Give me a week's time." He got busy after a week. He, I called him out. I said, "Mukund, I can't do it, but because I've committed that I will help you set up the team, I will stay with you. Mm. But February second week, you have to let me go. Forty-two days is what I worked with IBM again." Why did you leave? I mean, what, what was happening when you go sit down in the cube? So fourth day, what happened? Yeah, I realized um, whatever I have done for the last three years was slowly materializing. Uh, I had spent enough time on motorcycles, and I had made enough connections where I could do some things like organize motorcycle trips, travel, or get some company to support me on whatever I want to do. Uh, the major incident management role I could go back to after six, seven years because riding a motorcycle, I don't know if I will have enough strength to do it after five, six years of the whatever I'm doing right now. Yeah. But I can always go back and sit in Airtel and call. You know what? I'm calling from Airtel. Would you like to have a postpaid connection? I'm ready to do that. Right. That's for later. You know, I, I can always go back to. Okay, back to the queue. Yeah, something that I need a standard in income out of. I can always do that later. But motorcycle thing, uh, now that it's materializing, people are showing interest, and people know you a bit. I think I could do it now. And I don't know what's going to happen for four, five, six years. I might not have the energy to do whatever. I want to go live in Cambodia for a couple of years. I want to travel somewhere else. I want to explore. I want to take people around and stuff like that. Oh, so taking people around has started. Yeah. So I, I think, I think I. Uh, I've done about twelve, thirteen batches already. Very small batches, starting from the, the last batch I did for Lay. We had three people. This is Varad Morey, and you're listening to Biker Radio Broadcast. Broadcast. So now we get to that part of the story where Aman is up to his gills with his job at IBM. He's had enough of it, and now he needs to move on. Yeah, and he's the next best thing to do is chuck everything, take up your passion. Yep. something that keep you awake every day yeah and looking forward for more yes and it doesn't matter if you have money or not yep and uh, more so if you don't have money <laughs> yeah he sure calls himself the the broke traveler exactly the broke traveler then it reminds me of our man dk chohan deepak bhai who actually did many many days in cambodia on less than 5 dollars a day yeah so here we go sharat chinoy on the 45th episode of the biker radio broadcast this is the long way home hi this is sharad and this is the long way home you have a company so i have not registered the company yet i call it broke traveler escapades because traveler yes escapades. i call myself broke traveler because every time every trip that i did i came back home broke i never had enough money to even fill another fuel you know liter of petrol to go to work type side right? so always the case uh, The trip was supposed to be for ten days, but you end up doing for fourteen, fifteen days. Do the random routes. You come back with uh, you know broken budget and mm-hmm. bank balance and stuff like that. So started the hashtag broke traveler, which a lot of people related. Oh really? Uh, yeah. So uh, being frank, a lot of people felt they are also broke travelers because that's a fact. You know, you can't really uh, plan. I, I thought it was the other way around. I mean, you don't have money, so you don't travel. No. <laughs> so yeah. In your case, you were saying when you come I, back, you don't have any money. Correct. Yeah, and all my rides were uh, sleeping in Dhaba, sleeping in bus stops, and sleeping in random places. You came back broke. Yeah, so what the? Paisa thay nahi na? Credit card only lekhe gaya na? So much. Last week you start off as broke, you come back as broke. So whatever money I had, never was enough for the rides that I did because 
थोड़ा और थोड़ा और थोड़ा और यू नो यू मीट समबडी दे लाइक यू नो शाद यू शुड ट्राई दैट रूट एंड आई न्यू एम नॉट गोना स्टे इन कॉपरेट सो नेवर बॉदर व्हाट्स गोना हैपन एंड एवरी टाइम माय टीम लीडर और टीम मैनेजर सेड सर यू कैन टेक लीव्स आई यूज शिफ्ट टीम्स देन आई यूज शिफ्ट ऑग्स देन आई शिफ्ट कंपनीज एंड देन वन फाइंड आई सेड बॉस आई कैन डू दिस एनीमोर एंड आई हैव टू मूव ऑन so two years back i started organizing rides uh, okay. not in a great way uh, not in a big way mm-hmm. but uh, people who like the way i travel uh, were keen to join up so i did couple of sikkim rides bhutan you started with sikkim uh, i started with sikkim yeah the okay. first ride was sikkim so i'm from bangalore uh, no no so flying to siliguri and do the rides there so okay. i i mean initially i want to do all my rides home to home okay. but then home to home meant if i have to go to come to do le Bangalore to Delhi is going to be three days, and, and Delhi to Bangalore is absolutely six days is wasted. I tell people flying to Delhi or Chandigarh, rent bikes there or courier bikes. Right. Spend that six days there. It might right. be slightly more expensive, but then you can spend more time there. You could see more places. You know, right. it is slightly luxurious ride itself. You get to you know stay in a, a twin sharing rooms or a max triple sharing, proper right. breakfast, lunch, dinner, and all that. Right. But places that I would like to visit, and ninety percent of the time I have an itinerary that doesn't work. we start with somewhere and i'm like boss on the move so this part is yeah so and people are like happy initially they get pissed they're like sharad you didn't tell us uh-huh. but i was like are you having fun you know are, are you enjoying it they like yeah when they go back they like i have a feedback to be given to you and then after a couple of days like no you were right so what is the first fun. question on your feedback no i don't have a feedback oh, you don't have feedback yeah. so they customers themselves would want to write a feedback and say you know what what about what, what. Uh-huh. But then uh, I thought uh, an interesting first question would be, "Are you broke?" <laughs> they usually are, you know. <laughs> they usually are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, not because of my cost, but the way they are. <laughs> <laughs> about the fancy flight, the fancy rides, the motorcycles. And most of the guys buy riding gears only when they come for my rides. So I've seen a lot of people who don't even invest in a good riding gear. They would have fancy phones, but they wouldn't invest on good riding gear. So on my trip, I ensure they have a full set of riding gear. Okay. I have been sponsored. I have been supported by Rhinox for a long time. Okay. So I usually have good amount of riding gears with me, which I have been using. You no, know? I right. so I offer it to people. I'm like, if you plan to do a longer distance ride, buy it. Otherwise, yeah. you can use mine. Okay. So people use it for a couple of days, and they figure out like, yeah, I really need the ride. Yeah. And they buy it. And you know, for for a guy who's not traveled at all, for the first trip that they're planning, investing on a riding gear, helmet, ride jacket, pants, and so shoes. So you hang people who've never been yeah. on a long yeah. ride. What's so, the experience been for? Oh, lovely. Like that? So they're much open, you know. Okay. So mm-hmm. all they need is a confidence. I had a guy. I mean, they have come with me, uh, Dilip, Umesh, and all that. They're sixty-five-year-old okay. guys. Really? And uh, Dilip was riding with me after almost about twenty five thirty years, and they were the first guys to be on the motorcycle. Tell them Dilip, we're going to ride from here till there. Tell them this is where we're going to stay. They are gunning it. They are having so much fun of their lives. They're like, "Sir, there, let's do it." Not like the young kids, like. Uh, so they picked up a motorcycle again after twenty five thirty years. Yeah. So they rented motorcycles. They didn't buy it. Their wives didn't allow them. <laughs> But then uh, they rented motorcycles. So every trip, they <laughs> are you looking at me? <laughs> We had uh, uh, a lot of people like the over done who you know come after a long time and they're like happy to ride. All they need to know is are they gonna get good food yeah. and uh, you know if possible hot water to take a good shower. Very important. वो हो गया. Shady के लिए special. You carry carry your toothbrush. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Hi, this is Shahnawaz Kareem, and you're listening to Biker Radio Broadcast. All right, so we're on the long way home. on the 45th episode of the bike radio broadcast and we have broke traveler sharad shinoy in our crosshairs and we asked him what on earth is he up to hi this is sharad and this is a long way home all right so uh, 
I am really living a dream right now. Okay. Uh, doing something that I planned for about five six years. Okay. The first ever ride to Arunachal. Uh, I realized there is much more about Himalayas than Leh, Ladakh, Sikkim, Bhutan. There is much more to see and enjoy. So the plan of riding across the Himalayas grew, and I wanted to start from the India map. If you see from Jammu till Kibito, mm-hmm. that is uh, Jammu, Zanskar, then do Ladakh, Nubra, Turtuk, Pangong, Mirak. Then uh, you do Hanle, Somuri, Sokar, come down to Jispa, then you do Spiti, the whole of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, then you exit, then enter Uttarakhand, Uttara, uh, the whole of Uttarakhand, then ride to Nepal, mm-hmm. Upper Mustang, Lower Mustang, then yeah, if you Upper Mustang also? Yeah. So yeah. that's happening. Oh and uh, even a lot of places that people don't go to uh, Nepal, there is a place called Nanan and stuff like that. Something similar to uh, Upper Mustang, but then there is a lot of more greenery. What so, is this place? It's on the other side of Nepal, Kathmandu, Nan or Nun, and I don't know how okay. to pronounce it. It's beautiful. Yeah. And uh, people who trek land up there. Okay. You know, so do that, then exit into Siliguri, do the whole of Sikkim, mm. then uh, Bhutan, mm. and uh, exit into uh, Gohati from Sambhujokar, okay. and do the whole of Arunachal and finish at Kibito. Kibito is extreme, and you can see China uh, post from there. Right. So the whole of uh, the Himalayas. This over in about four months. Mm. Uh, and I think on the map, on the Excel sheet, it showed about 16,000 kilometers in about four months. But the route is really adding up well. Uh, it's two bikes, two motorcyclists, me and another guy. Uh, first leg, uh, till now, we had uh, my friend Sumantra riding with me. Okay. So he hands over the motorcycle to a guy called DK Chauhan. So, oh, really? So, yeah, so he is riding along for Uttarakhand. Awesome. Know, and that's going to happen. And, uh, Deepak Kumar Chauhan. Absolutely stunning guy. Yeah. <laughs> so after that is done, we have Gaurav Das who's gonna ride with me for Nepal. Okay. He's been an active blogger and uh, stuff like that for XBHP and a lot of other. Uh, okay. He's gonna be part of uh, Northeast. Uh, sorry, uh, Nepal. Okay. And then comes one more interesting character. We have uh, for Sikkim and Bhutan. We have Naro's contractor coming on board. Seriously. Yeah. So he's riding with me for almost about two months. Oh my God. Yeah. And the last leg, the last two weeks, we'll have uh, Arun, GoPro man, who will be riding with me on that leg. Okay. So, so essentially, you are anchoring the ride, and yes. people are joining you. And Absolutely. So the idea is five different people coming in, and they have different locations that they're riding along, and we have different stories coming along, right? So and it's just not just standard. Uh, we're calling it Roof of the World Odyssey. Yeah. So and because it's brought to you by Bajaj. Yeah, so so Bajaj is being very supportive about it. They have given us a motorcyclist and uh, giving all the technical support. This mm-hmm. is one of those ODCs that we are doing. Yeah, so the first one was uh, Deepak Kamath. Deepak Kamath yeah. doing the trans A madman. And then they, in the second one, they did the Polar, Polar yeah, Arctic to Antarctic. Yeah. yeah, so that was done. And Kim then Man. Canada did the third one, which was Bangalore to Sydney. Yes. Right? Yeah. And the fourth one is Roof of the World. That's me. Yeah. Awesome. And you guys are riding the Domino. Dominars, the new Dominars. So other guys were riding the older versions of the Domino. Okay. And this one is a new one with the USD and slightly more powerful. What is the USD? Uh, upside down fork. The normal telescope suspension and now it's the Ulta. We would see. So it still work the same way. It still works the same way. The preload is totally different and stuff like that. It's much more better for the kind of terrains India has actually. I'm so excited yeah. about the upper Mustang. Oh yeah. Because Everybody and their grandfathers are making it to Mustang. Yeah. Very few people can make it up to yeah. this. Yeah. And it's great that uh, Bajaj is paying for this because yeah. it's quite expensive to be there. Yeah. 
so they're supporting there are a couple of other sponsors also who's come on board to help me run it sorry who are the other people so we have rhinox who's our gear partner uh-huh. we have dirt sack who's come on board as our uh, luggage partner okay and uh, we have mad dog lights who have helped us with lights guys from highlander in bangalore who prepped the bikes so we had all the stuff come together sahyadri motor centers all the accessories the crash guards and accessories and stuff yeah. so i was picky and choosy about what i wanted because these are the guys whom i have worked with from a very long time in a small way or whatever yeah. rhinox send me uh, riding gears when i had 750 followers that was about 5 4 5 years ago when my first arunachal ride they had a mesh jacket they were not didn't have an all adventure all weather gears they sent me a mesh jacket which i had to wear about three other layers with to work on because i couldn't handle the cold right. and uh, they sent me that shit sharad you're going for a ride right arunachal take this right. i'm like what's happening you know i didn't even know i'm like what do i do with it awesome. have fun yeah. not like post a picture give us likes comment talk about it nothing you know and from there on they have been supportive for a long time so this trip came along i said you know what uh, we are doing this right like what gears would you like mm. i said this is the kind of temperatures and these are the gears i would be interested in like, mm. okay tell us what we would help you out mm. and no questions asked you know so rhinox is helping us with the gears dirt sack is helping us with the luggage is at the boxes and i picked up one set of box the panniers mm-hmm. because i had a lot of uh, electronics i'm even carrying a drone Mm. So I wanted it to be safe, yeah. So I don't know how to fly it, but I said this is an opportunity I should, and uh, now I'm slowly getting there. Hi, I'm uh, Vijay Parmar, and you're listening to the Biker Radio broadcast. So the Royal Enfield Rider Mania registrations are on 22nd to 24th November. It'll be raining motorcycles in Vagator, Goa. All you got to do is go to onlinebooking.royalenfield.com/ridermania. Slash register to register. You get three-day entry passes for the event and all the gigs, T-shirts plus water bottle plus decals plus stickers. And all that for three thousand bucks. It's a great vacation. You know, I really like the water bottle idea. Yeah. It's a new inclusion this year. Yep. And it goes hand in hand with the campaign against single-use plastic. Yes, yeah, so Royal Enfield has a campaign called the Leave Every Place Better campaign, which encourages riders to consider their footprint as they visit such ecologically fragile environments. The water bottle can reduce waste by over a million packaged mineral water bottles each year. And that's a very good start. And here on the show, we're reciprocating with the water bottle Liyakya campaign ourselves. On the 45th episode of the Biker Radio broadcast on the long way home, it's Sharad Chenoy of Broke Traveller Escapades. And this is the Biker Radio broadcast. Listen, connect, ride on. Hi, this is Sharad and this is the long way home. So most of your rides are in India? Uh, yes, so I did a bit of Bhutan, but okay. then Bhutan is not really uh, welcoming Indian riders now. They are putting a bit of restriction on a lot of things. It's good because we also absolutely need to learn. yeah. So we are messed up the place like there's no tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We throwing packets and chips and covers and that's disgusting. You know, you don't do it at your house. Why do you want to do it on the road? I'm so impressed with Bhutan. We we were at Hanle. Hanle is way far from where we are. Yeah. Every half a kilometer, one kilometer, you could see those Mountain Dew bottles. You can, it's mm. green, right? It's fluorescent green. It stands out. Yeah. I mean, if you could carry it here, put it in your bag. Yeah. Why do you want to throw it around? The local lady, auntie, she didn't want to sell it. She's like, "Kya chahiye? Yes, Mountain Dew. Peke jaoge na? Nahi didi. We'll put it in the box. <laughs> and whatever chocolates or wrappers, or wrappers that I have of candy, whatever I eat, yeah. I always shove it inside my shoes. Incidentally, you know, we are actually supporting this new thing that uh, Rolling Field has come up. Ha. Huh. 
it's it's called a it's a hashtag called leave every place better absolutely yeah and it's against the single use of plastic hmm so santosh started something called i don't trash my travel yeah yeah something similar yeah. you know yeah, yeah so very similar so that that's been running in the mind i mean you carry whatever you want yeah. and if you think you're going to reuse it use it don't or else throw it somewhere it can be you know what if on the supply side you stop selling uh, plastic bottles can't happen so if they don't sell it exactly. there are people so we saw a, a group of uh, koreans landing up there with they had about 12 people they had four or five you know the full panika ye jars not jars the bottles Bottle the whole bara tera jo bottle tha na they like pulling it out so if the local vendor doesn't sell it they bring it oh yeah but then they take it back to them not all of them so they like they'll dump it in the dustbin and then leave so we were riding from rangdum to padum 40 kilometers 50 kilometers is nothing then there is a chai shop these guys stop they drink water they drink water there is a dustbin they fill it and leave and this guy has a no no way to dispose it padum right. is 30 kilometers that said rangdum is 40 kilometers that said mm-hmm. and he's not going to carry it he's going to burn it right there mm-hmm. so that that's on us to understand boss we have a tempo traveler or a vehicle mm-hmm. dump it and go absolutely yeah. yeah so some places we had to buy bislari we bought bislari but then we the second refill was from a stream so we refilled from stream used it couple of days and then we dumped it in a proper dustbin where we thought we could you know disposed and we carried a life straw but for some reason i oh, yes yeah. tell us about this yeah so that's a brilliant stuff one life straw the flask thing that you have you can use about 1000 liters of water and you can fill from any it's a bucket no that's that's a big one so you have as small as a flask a one and a half liter flask okay. you open the lid fill water yeah and then you have a Which filter like in between water. absolutely feel, yeah from feel anywhere water. anywhere yeah. Yeah. so fill it you have a sucker from the top mm-hmm. it comes uh, you know takes water from the filter and you drink it 1000 yeah. liters 1000 liters one filter will last 1000 liters yeah and you also have your water bottle with you right yeah and 1000 liters is good yeah for a, even a month long trip 1000 liters one person would this on your so we were so we carried it on the trip mine uh, for some reason it cracked and sumantra misplaced it and it got lost that is why we ended up picking it up but now we are ordering a new set uh, how much does that, it cost it's about uh, 1800 bucks That's it. That's it. Awesome. And the mountain water is brilliant. You can just drink from the stream. Right. They're giving you the same water. Right. Whatever they drink, you could drink. Right. And whatever stream is flowing, we fill from there. We drank. Yeah. And that's so much more refreshing. So you would say that one good way of um, uh, you know this endeavor would be that you stop it at the source. So Absolutely. No, uh, yeah. So in Sikkim, in Sikkim, North Sikkim, if you go, uh, you can't carry plastic bottles. Right. You have a fine of five thousand rupees. Right. So even the local taxi guy would say, "Boss, I will not take you. They will not take you. Let you take plastic bottle inside. Mm-hmm. So why can't we bring it here? We should do the same. Yeah, so there is plant, but I have seen local guys stopping at the check post ke pehle and throwing it all in the the stream. They are doing that. So, so no, then the next one can start fifty uh, kilometers away. Ha, or thoda karke na. So it can be started here also. So what we saw is we saw in, it in I think the last chai shop or the after. they have kept this big uh, live straw mm-hmm. that's what ari yeah. has done yeah so this was done before ari i think okay. the live straw guys have kept it or something ari oh, started really? from us maybe ari i don't know okay. but it's this huge you know and you have four pipes bharo nal dekh lo and they like free water mm-hmm. and they have kept a box they like if you feel like donating some money you could actually so santosh has promised to give us the live locations ha huh. on google map ha huh. of all the places where these are planted all over the mountains yeah we're soon going to be putting it up on the website lovely everyone knows that yeah. you know dude you'll get your free water here absolutely okay 
Or even ask a local, yeah, they will. They are gonna give you the water, the same thing that they are drinking. Yeah, exactly. If they can survive, you could. People are living there, they're drinking something, right? Absolutely. And and usually the water that's flowing through is drinking. They may need drink. lesser water because their bodies are used to yeah. it, but still, it's the yeah. same water. Right? Correct. So we went so on. You can't make do. I mean, you can't survive. It's just that you have to think twice. I mean, yeah. I sometimes you know you you feel like uh, when you're on the road for a long time, you feel like thoda craving hota hai. And I am like I'm not a god saying that I'm not gonna drink this. I'm not gonna. Do I do whatever. I feel like but ensuring to not dump it is my responsibility right people are like you are in hanle you should eat the local food or whatever we tried the local food but end of the day i had gas i felt like uh, drinking mountain dew i had mm. the plastic i ensured i dumped it the right place mm. oh hum kar sakte hain that but people don't put it effort they just leave it they like i'm paying this guy for the stay and whatever it's his job mm. so that is the mentality that has to change so you'd carry that bottle back yeah Right. So a lot of places we figured out where all the proper dump places are. Right? I mean, where we would dump it, we dumped it there. Awesome. Yeah. And one bisuri bottle. I mean, I drink very less water. Mm. And oh. yeah. So that's something that I figured out uh, when Sumantra was drinking two, three full bottles. I was like half a bottle of water, and I could survive. Mm. I was okay. But then figured I should drink more water. I will start now. But mm. waiting for the life stop to happen, and then. Hi this is Sunny also known as the photographer and you're listening to Biker Radio Broadcast. So big shout out to the Royal Enfield Garage Cafe the must do in Goa for sponsoring the must do contest together with Biker Radio Broadcast. You can choose from dinner for two at the Royal Enfield Garage Cafe or motorcycle rentals or Royal Enfield merchandise for the winner. All you have to do is post a picture of your city or your town's must do caption it by saying must do in bhopal or madurai or pathan court wherever the photograph of the experience is from tell us what it is for example take a photo of the camel safari and caption it the overnight camel safari at the sam of the thar desert as a must do in jaisalmer then tag at the rate biker radio broadcast and enfield garage cafe and add the hashtag must do in goa post it on your instagram account and promote it The post with the maximum likes wins. For the contest details, visit our website at bikerradiobroadcast.com. So that was details of the must-do contest. Time now for the must-not-do list on the Biker Radio Broadcast. And this week's must-not-dos are must not do, must not do, must not do. The must-not-do list is brought to you by the Royal Enfield Garage Cafe. The must-do in Goa. You must not stop buying onions and tomatoes. Not until the elections get over in Maharashtra. We must not be barefoot and order tequila in the office. People might mistakenly think we work. You must not keep your money in the bank. If you don't like magic tricks, gilly gilly, choo, or ghayab. The must not do list is brought to you by the Royal Enfield Garage Cafe. The must do in Goa. Uh, welcome back. I'm Shandy. I'm Sunil. And we are on the 45th episode of the Biker Radio Broadcast. And on the long way home, we have broke traveler Sharad Roy. And we asked him a simple question. He's done so much around this country. He said, "Come up with three places that is a must do for all riders." And this is what he had to say. Hi, this is Sharad. and this is a long way home machuka is one the top one then kibito and then a place called zemitam all three are in arunachal 
beautiful place no one wants to go there because it doesn't add any social value to you mm. no likes no whatever whatever mm. but the roots there is amazing how do you do mechuka uh, mechuka is from uh, along so you ride down to uh, dibrugarh and you cross the bridge you have the longest bridge across brahmaputra or i am from cochin okay <laughs> I want to go to Mechuka. Sir, Malayali ano? Ah, ano ano? Happy ano? Yeah, okay. Oh shit. <laughs> so no, you fly no. down to Guwahati, or okay. you fly down to Dibrugarh. Okay. So if you Guwahati flights are easier, Guwahati or Siliguri flights are easier. Hmm. From there either you will have to take a train or a bus to uh, Dibrugarh. Okay. And uh, first time I went there, the bridge was still under construction, so I had to. Put the bike on the small boats and then mm. cross across ferry. Ferry, and that's when you realize Brahmaputra is huge, and that's when you know there is only one river in this country that has a you know male name. Yeah. It took almost about forty-five, fifty minutes to cross, and you get lost in between. You know, mm. and that was the time when the water level had gone down, and every time the the ferry used to get stuck, and they had to pull it out and stuff like that. Okay. So you cross across. Uh, there is a place called Along that is usually the first day, okay. and from there via Pasigat you ride to Mechuka. Okay. And uh, after Pasigat about forty kilometers and further the roads become narrower, okay. and you are riding through the forest kind of roads. There are roads here and there, mm. but not maintained by anybody. Mm. So you reach Mechuka and Mechuka is like a Nagali. You know, it's mm. beautiful. The first round of mountains around you is all naked mountains. Mm. There is nothing, no vegetation, no plants, no nothing. Mm. And then the one behind, around behind is all snow capped. If you go in the right season, and and the view, the three sixty degree view that you get there is beautiful. Lay is beautiful, no questions about it. But then this is a different experience altogether. Mm. And uh, been there thrice, but can't wait to go back again. Amazing. Go there, stay there for a couple of days, and come. Something How much time does it take to get there and get back? Uh, from along. From along to Mechuka is one day's ride. Okay. But uh, it is tiring. Uh, you don't get any people, anything in between. It's completely, you know, uh, deserted. So we get to Machuca. Machuca. And and camp there. There are a lot of homestays available. Oh, there are. So yeah, there are a lot of homestays available. There is a guy called Kibu Sona who started the homestays there. Okay. And now he's working with Arunachal Tourism to build it up well. So he's at least got about ten other homestays now. Okay. So he's whenever he got a lot of people to come in, so he got in all his relatives to right. you know. Help them stay now. They all have started the homestays, right. so there is good amount of place available to stay. And what what's a good time to go? Uh, October, uh-huh. where it's slowly getting cold okay. and the views are brilliant. And which is the next one? Uh, Kibito. Mm-hmm. So Kibito is closer towards uh, China border. Okay. And uh, after Wakro, I think not even Wakro. Much before that, itself the roads become like a single uh, trail road because mm-hmm. all the tarmac there is all broken, washed, washed, washed out. And uh, most of the places you are riding, like how it is spiti and stuff like that, you know. Okay. It's beautiful. You have a river riding, a running parallel to you. Keep uh, riding till Kibito. The place is beautiful. And whatever motorcycles you have, you can just gun it the way you want. There's no oncoming traffic coming at all. Mm. And uh, amazing. There's a lot of pine trees towards closer to Kibito. There's again an army uh, establishment there. There's a lot of uh, ammunition department. The testing and all happens there. Okay. So, That's the last outpost. Yeah, last outpost. And then Zemitang is closer to Tawang again. Okay. That's again a valley uh, closer to Bumla. No uh-huh. one really goes there uh-huh. because it's just go there and come back. Uh-huh. But if you can go there and camp, nothing like it. It's again you climb a couple of mountains and then you come down and then you have a valley. There is a river flowing, very less water. The river bed beautiful. Just there is nobody. Four thirty, the the fireflies, you know, whatever that. Okay, dark anyway. Oh, crazy! It's amazing. It's like beautiful fun, beautiful fun to ride. So, people less traveled. those are the places to go 
Hi, I'm Candida Lewis and you're listening to me on the Biker Radio Broadcast. Horan please. Sharmo haya ka parda dusuwar nahi hai. Sharmo haya ka parda dusuwar nahi hai. Dusuwar matlab unfortunate yani badkismati. के सरमोहया का पर्दा दुश्वार नहीं है और झगड़ा करके गाड़ी चलाना खतरे से खाली नहीं है हॉर्न प्लीज अरे रे 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 ओके टाटाट हाय दिस इज शरद एंड दिस इज अ लॉन्ग वे होम I'm Anurag is very close to my heart because that is what really added a lot of value to me and my rides. Mm-hmm. I ran out of money when I was riding to uh, Crossing Sela first experience in Black Ice. <laughs> and I don't know what Black Ice was. I'm not even prepared for it. Uh, the road constructions were going on, it was everything brown and dirty and no do. One turn and everything is white like it's like a Nirmala's advertisement. Everything is white. I'm like what happened? And I skid and fall. I'm like oh shit, what was that, you know? <laughs> Black Ice. <laughs> and black eyes is not black it's white but right. it hurts it hurts your ego because you think you are you know you've ridden so much you know everything but then the first Even fall your vishwas sd so cuz yeah yeah he was trying to fall amazing so that's on that's on the raid video you know he yeah. falls he gets up and goes yeah. amazing that is so ride across and i thought there is an atm i'll withdraw money run out of money stayed at a place i said didi i'll give you the money in the morning atm is working ha ruk jao went into the atm i have a kotak card and kotak has six digit six pin this bank is sbi and they have locked it to four you can't enter the fifth oh, and the yeah, sixth thing yeah, yeah, yeah. so i'm like shit what do i do these guys are bench me you know when back as a didi atm kaam nahi kar raha hai mere paas 400 rupees hai i have supposed to give you 700 bucks ha theek hai chalega na i'm like what do you mean by chalega matlab yeah. i'm not used to it yeah. so i'm like didi i will come back and give from the ha chalo aur registry pe entry karke jao chalega Like, I'll come back and give it. Pata hai, jao na. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not able to convince myself that she is ready to let me go without getting, you know, paying there. Yeah. So I said, I'm paying you 200 rupees now. The rest I'll pay because if in case I have a puncher or some trouble, I'll pura paise leke jao. Jab wapas aao, de dena. Went to Tawang. There was a cash crunch. There was only ICICI ATM running. Nothing else was running. Utro the money, 100 rupees ka dasa zar ke itna aaya. Came back. I paid that guy, lady money, and she. There was no change of expressions at all. Walked in, paid the money. Theek hai. and she went back to do owing order i'm like right. not a lot of money 700 bucks but then for them people value makes a lot of difference mm-hmm. and uh, that's been always pulling me back there so yeah i don't know <laughs> what's the one right that's calling you cambodia why i don't know i think you spend too much time in tk no <laughs> <laughs> so i think i saw some rides being organized by indi motard which was a bangalore okay and the kind of rides the kind of trails that you have there is brilliant you know okay. like that's what i want i mean i don't want highways i don't want yeah. a good tarmac somewhere you add some value to yourself some you know experiences and that's what i do on my rides also people who come on my rides i tell them i see how they ride and whatever a bit i know have learned i tell them to you know upgrade okay. and they go back as a good rider so every time i ride i want to add more value to myself and my skills so trail riding a bit of uh, adventure riding which would and cambodia has a lot of and there are a lot of places to see too so cambodia bali right. and someday mongolia 
maybe next year or the year after wow when there is money for it yeah yeah tibet has to happen this year i think i will beg borrow steel i'll make that happen uh, before china puts more restrictions to it i have a picture in mind of my bikes there below the mount kailash ke niche there is a place until where you would take the bikes just park it and then one picture that's going to be the million dollar picture oh man then come back so i have seen taking people taking pictures there which gives me an idea that i can do it Shyam Chinoy, thank you so much for being on the Bike Radio podcast. We had a fantastic time, and we wish you all the best on the roof of the world courtesy. Thanks a lot. It's been my pleasure to be part of it. Yeah. I'm sure I have given enough, enough, uh, you know. I don't know. Don't you thank us? Thank you so much. <laughs> I'm sorry. And with that, we wrap up our uh, conversation with Shyam Chinoy today. Record you, brother. Frozen. Seriously. Okay. I can't do anything. It's frozen. ंग And how? And with that, it's a wrap on the forty-fifth episode of the Biker Radio Broadcast. A big thank you to Sharad Chinoy, Rohit Ashok, the toll-free traveler for my way, also to Jay Kanayan for bearing with time zone differences between Austin, Texas, and India. We wish you all the best for your travel log, riding towards me, which is out on Amazon. Prince Batra and Sai Teja for waiting patiently for their gift vouchers. Royal Enfield Garage Cafe for sponsoring the must not do list on the Biker Radio broadcast. This is going to be a good season full of rides and gigs across Rajasthan, the northeast, the mountains, along the coast, just all across the countryside. Yeah, and let's also pray that the ghost in our machine is gone and we're able to record interviews without any further snafu. In fact, as we speak, there is a nimbu and mirchi hanging right above our heads. <laughs> I think we can do with one of those, right? So, time to say goodbye until another show, 14 days from now. I'm Shandy. I'm Sunny, and it's over and out. Over and out. <laughs>